Hello, and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White, and today is Thursday, February 25th. And today I'm going to read for you a poem by American poet James Russell Lowell. Lowell was born on February 22nd, 1819, so it is his birthday week, and he died in 1891. During his lifetime, he was very famous and influential poet. He's associated with the Fireside Poets, which was uh, a group of New England writers uh, who were some of the first American poets uh, to rival the prestige and influence uh, and popularity of the British poets of the time. So they were uh, very widely known and respected in their own lifetime, and James Russell Lowell's influence continues today. He was also a critic and editor and a diplomat, which is interesting. And the poem I'm going to read today is called The Sirens. And it's a lengthy poem, so I'm only going to read it once. And I'm going to give you a little bit of food for thought to carry with you as you're listening. The title, The Sirens, refers to an image from ancient mythology, probably one of the most influential and enduring images uh, from ancient literature that continues in Western culture today. Uh, the story goes that the sirens were these creatures uh, from Greek mythology that enticed sailors to their destruction with their irresistibly beautiful singing. And their most famous appearance in literature is in Homer's the Odyssey, when our hero, Odysseus, the great king and warrior who's fought in the Trojan War, came up with the idea of the Trojan horse, and he's going home in glory, uh, but he offends the god Poseidon. And uh, so the sea itself rises up against him, uh, along with many other dangers and temptations along the way. And all Odysseus wants to do is get home, but he encounters these sirens uh, who call to him with their irresistible singing. And Odysseus, he's curious about the sirens. So he plugs his sailor's ears with wax. This was advice that he gets from a goddess named Circe. And she tells him, you cannot listen to the sirens. Nobody can withstand their singing and live. Uh, it's too irresistible. Uh, no matter how dauntless your heart is, you will fall to the temptation. But Odysseus wants to hear them. So he tells his men to plug their ears with wax but he has his men tie him to the mast, like lash him to the mast so he cannot possibly uh, escape. And he hears their beautiful singing. And he does indeed fall to the temptation and long to escape and begs his men to untie him, but they cannot hear him. And so he, he, he makes it through this danger and this temptation. Uh, but then never again is he able to enjoy music. It all sounds like, you know, fingers on a chalkboard to him from that day forward. And so with that story and with that image of the sirens and the irresistible singing, I give you The Sirens by James Russell Lowell. The sea is lonely, the sea is dreary, the sea is restless and uneasy. Thou seekest quiet, thou art weary, wandering thou knowest not whither. Our little isle is green and breezy, come and rest thee, oh, come hither. Come to this peaceful home of ours, where evermore the low west wind creeps panting up the shore, to be at rest among the flowers. Full of rest, the green moss lifts, as the dark waves of the sea draw in and out of rocky rifts, calling solemnly to thee with voices deep and hollow. To the shore, follow, oh, follow, to be at rest forevermore, forevermore. 
Look how the gray old ocean from the depths of his heart rejoices, heaving with a gentle motion when he hears our restful voices. List how he sings in an undertone, chiming with our melody, and all sweet sounds of earth and air melt into one low voice alone that murmurs over the weary sea and seems to sing from everywhere. Here mayst thou harbor peacefully, here mayst thou rest from the aching oar, turn thy curved prow shore, and in our green isle rest forevermore, forevermore. And Echo half wakes in the wooded hill, and to her heart so calm and deep, murmurs over in her sleep, doubtfully pausing and murmuring still, evermore. Thus on life's weary sea heareth the mariner voices sweet from far and near, ever singing low and clear, ever singing longingly. Is it not better here to be than to be toiling late and soon, in the dreary night to see nothing but the blood-red moon go up and down into the sea, or in the loneliness of day to see the still seals only solemnly lift their faces gray, making it yet more lonely? Is it not better than to hear only the sliding of the wave beneath the plank and feel so near a cold and lonely grave, a restless grave, where thou shalt lie even in death unquietly? Look down beneath thy wave-worn bark, lean over the side and see the leaden eye of the sidelong shark upturned patiently, ever waiting there for thee. Look down and see those shapeless forms which ever keep their dreamless sleep far down within the gloomy deep, and only stir themselves in storms, rising like islands from beneath and snorting through the angry spray as the frail vessel perisheth in the whirls of their unwieldy play. Look down, look down upon the seaweed slimy and dark that waves its arms so lank and brown beckoning for thee. Look down beneath thy wave-worn bark into the cold depth of the sea. Look down, look down, thus on life's lonely sea, heareth the mariner, voices sad from far and near, ever singing full of fear, ever singing dreadfully. Here all is pleasant as a dream, the wind scarce shaketh down the dew, the green grass floweth like a stream into the ocean's blue. Listen, oh listen, here is a gush of many streams, a song of many birds, and every wish and longing seems lulled to a numbered flow of words. Listen, oh listen, here ever hum the golden bees underneath full-blossomed trees, at once with glowing fruit and flowers crowned, so smooth the sand, the yellow sand, that thy keel will not grate as it touches the land. All around with a slumbrous sound, the singing waves slide up the strand, and there, where the smooth, wet pebbles be, the waters gurgle longingly, as if they fain would seek the shore to be at rest from the ceaseless roar, to be at rest forevermore, forevermore. Thus, on life's gloomy sea, heareth the mariner, voices sweet from far and near, ever singing in his ear, here is rest and peace for thee. And there is the call of the sirens, the sailor's doom with their irresistible voice. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with another poem.